Support. Support. Support for this podcast is brought to you by the, the Kellogg Innovation Entrepreneurship Initiative. Think bravely. Think differently. Think collaboratively. So what's the, what's the total number of designs that, off the top of your head? That we've made. So for every single county in Illinois, we have three designs, and there's like over 100 counties. So we've probably got 300 plus different designs that we could put onto shirts or hats. How many counties have you sold? Um, we have sold probably seven different counties. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty obvious that we didn't need 110. <laughs> Hello and welcome to My Startup Journey, a show where we interview Northwestern entrepreneurs, builders, visionaries, and classmates. I'm John Lee from Kellogg's EVC Club, and today we're talking to Luke Memminger from Repture Apparel LLC about how he's creating a new way for you to show off where you're from. Before we hear from Luke, I'd like to take a minute and think about where you're from. What does that mean to you? Does where mean a country, a state, a city, a county? Revier Apparel seeks to help people really share and show pride in where they're from. Luke grew up in the country in rural America, and he talks about what it was like there and what it was like to go to the annual county fair. So I grew up in western Illinois in a small town in Mercer County, Illinois. Um, Small town called Alito, uh, 3,500 people in, in our town. Uh, farming community, um, only a few hundred people in our high school, so everyone kind of knew everybody. Um, so went to school there and, and grew up there my whole life. And uh, there's a lot of state apparel out there, but there wasn't any apparel for counties specifically, so we decided to uh, test the waters and see if people would be interested in apparel with uh, the geographical shape of counties and a few different designs based on counties as opposed to state. My business partner is from my hometown, one of my lifelong friends. He had actually come up with this idea a few years back. We were, you know, a bunch of guys uh, went on a trip whitewater rafting and and he decided to make up uh, these shirts with the outlines of the counties of all the guys that were going on the trip. And so everybody decided to, to wear their, their county on, on their their chest and and we went out for the night and it, and it was a big hit um you know when we were uh, going around town and everything and it was a lot of fun it was a good conversation starter and people started asking a lot of questions about it so you know he just kind of did that on the side just for fun um you know for for trips and and things with friends and then uh he started to get a little more serious about it and and had approached me to see if I'd be interested in in helping him um kind of on the business side, he's he's more on the creative side, coming up with designs and everything. Um, but knew that I was at Kellogg and asked if uh, if I'd be interested in joining him. So maybe we have to backtrack for some of the people who who are listening. What is a county? And I'm sure that people who are in Chicago know what Cook County is. But I mean, there isn't a lot of pride around Cook County. So why why was it so? I guess why did you and Jeremy say, yeah, this is going to be. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's it's probably where we grew up. And yeah, I mean, everyone knows what Cook County is, right, living up here in Chicago. But I think being in a larger urban area, people will um, assimilate more to a city like Chicago or a neighborhood like Lincoln Park or Lakeview or Logan Square, for example. Um, but 
in smaller communities, uh, people actually associate more with, with their county, especially in farming communities and some of these smaller munis- municipalities, um, as opposed to maybe their, their city, for example. So um, a lot of school districts throughout the state, for example, are at the county level. That's, you know, back back home. Uh, we consolidated a bunch of schools, and so it's now it's Mercer County High School. So that's kind of what gave us the idea, you know, with the consolidation of the school districts and things like that. We were seeing that people were associating at the county level in some of the smaller uh, rural areas. Um, so it, it's kind of similar to, you know, folks uh, associating themselves with the neighborhood in Chicago. So, yeah, we're, we're still kind of working through the idea, but, uh, you know, I think that some of these smaller communities do, you know, want to rep their county for example let's talk about the fair some more you get to this fair and how much did it cost to set up uh well it you know the actual it's actually kind of laughable how how cheap it was i mean it's pretty pretty small i mean the actual setup so we rented a space it was probably 20 by 20 foot um in this building that was at the fair and it and it was cheap i think i think we paid 40 or 50 dollars for the whole weekend um, and we spent a couple hundred dollars on, um, you know, some promotional materials and the actual equipment to set up and tables and, and, um, some of these racks to, to hang some of our merchandise. And then, uh, we probably spent, uh, a little over $3,000 on just the upfront inventory that we were going to use for the fair. And, um, in the end, I mean, on site, we probably sold about, you know, $1,500 worth. And then over time, we've actually still been, you know, we still get requests every few weeks, you know, for people that, you know, we still have quite a bit of inventory, obviously, from the fair. But we do have people that come to us and, and request some of that. So so what happens at a county fair? What What is that? Yeah, well, it's kind of like a carnival mixed with a lot of uh, farming and, and, I don't know, kind of racing, uh, car racing related activities. So there's there's a tractor pull. That's one. Of, that's the big event on the Friday, and then uh, Saturday night is uh, a demolition derby. So a lot of older cars that people will uh, smash into each other <laughs> um, out in a big mud pit. Um, and then there's also some some horse racing and things like that. But primarily throughout the week, um, there, there's also uh, livestock that gets shown. So you know cows and and pigs and such. They'll come in, and it's actually you know through the local 4-H slow. Um, show their animals and they get judged on it and it's it's uh, kind of big for a lot of the kids in the community to do that and um, you know a lot of things are on exhibit there like people's photography and uh, baked goods <laughs> you know all sorts of stuff so very, very small town but uh, one of the bigger events in the summer back there so in uh, the summer of 2016 uh, we decided to test the waters a little bit and, and see if there was any interest. And we actually went back home to our county fair uh, back in Mercer County. And and hadn't I hadn't been back to the fair in, in quite a while. And so um, it was a pretty bare-bones operation. We were, we were at a small county fair. Um, probably only a few thousand people were there um, throughout the weekend. And we set up a stand, and we actually made up uh, shirts and hats uh, with the outline of Mercer County on it and uh sold those at at the fair and uh learned a lot and that's that's probably one of the the biggest things uh you know definitely learned a lot getting feedback from people i guess what was some of the stuff that you realized that you're like oh man yeah well for okay for example we so we we were selling hats and shirts and we actually made up some koozies 
right? So we thought the koozies would be a big hit, but we did, we were going to sell the koozies for a couple bucks, like three bucks or something. Well, then we came to realize that the actual drinks, like the alcoholic drinks that they were selling um, at some of these events were $2. So the actual uh, koozies themselves were more expensive than the drinks, which kind of blew our minds a little bit. But, you know, the big takeaway was the price point. And, um, you know, it's it's tough. It's tough to know exactly, um, you know, where to price things and, and, you know, what's going to sell. And it was tough for us because we were getting hats embroidered and shirts screen printed and the only way to do that at a decent cost is to do you know high quantity and so we you know tried to drive the the cost of our product down um but you know i think we were priced a little too high that's that's kind of one of the big takeaways so it had been quite a while since we'd been back in the area and um, i think that kind of affected our judgment a little bit too and what we thought people would be willing to pay um, so that that's probably one of the biggest takeaways from the fair was the the pricing aspect. How are you feeling? Were you feeling nervous? Did you think you were going to? I was nervous. I, mean, I was so nervous. I, I the whole selling piece I, is very far out of my comfort zone. Um, putting yourself out there is is pretty tough. Um, starting conversations with people, um, you know, just randomly trying to to close some sales. Uh, was tough and and I was worried that uh you know we had prepped for several months trying to get ready for it and that you know we weren't going to sell anything (laughs) you know or or maybe just like my grandparents would buy something and that was it but yeah it was it was uh, nerve-wracking we we were worried that uh, we'd spent several months getting ready and and might not sell anything aside from to people that we knew who was the first sale (laughs) someone you did not know Oh, someone that I didn't know. Um, that was on the first day. Um, yeah, I think it was the first day. We actually had um, we actually had the county sheriff come through, and um, you know, randomly just was coming through, and uh, we had a hat that he could probably wear while he was actually working. Um, so he he came through, and he and a couple of his deputies ended up buying uh, some of the, some of the gear. So we got a picture with them and put it up on our Instagram and Facebook and everything. But yeah, he was probably one of the first people that, you know, we didn't know personally, uh, that, that bought some gear. So what's the, what's the total number of designs that off the top of your head that we've made? So for every single County in Illinois, we have three designs and there's like over a hundred counties. So we've probably got 300 plus different designs that we could put onto shirts or hats. How many counties have you sold? Um, we have sold probably seven different counties. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty obvious that we didn't need 110. <laughs> I luckily had a lot of good people from Kellogg come help me. So from a labor perspective, uh, I had some family members and then uh, the Kellogg crew that came down for a couple of days. And um, it was definitely a interesting uh, time for the the folks that especially weren't from a smaller area to kind of come back to a farming community and see what it's like. So you got these, how many Kellogg folks are there? Uh, five or six. So you got six MBAs. Yeah. Getting paid nothing. Yep. And you're telling them to go around, walk to strangers, sell the most expensive item at the fair. Yeah. But yeah. you sold how much? You sold... Yeah, like 1500 bucks that weekend. Yeah. 
So pretty good return. Yeah. Salary. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, just that. I'm just happy I didn't have to pay for labor. Otherwise, it would have been really bad. <laughs> when we return, we'll hear from Luke about what he learned from Kellogg and how it helped him grow his e-commerce platform. Try my UI is an online tool to have real users test your site. You put in a goal and watch as user clicks, double clicks, and moves throughout your site. Great way to fail fast for free at trymyui.com backslash edu backslash northwestern.edu. Hey, if you're an entrepreneur or working for a startup and you're looking to grow your business, stay organized, or help with presentations, you should probably listen right now. In this segment, we call this Entrepreneur Tools, and it's a chance for me to tell you about some cool tools that can help you do all that. Has this scenario ever happened to you? You and your teammates are all super excited and want to launch your product quickly, and you want to get it off the ground. But you're all not sure what are the next steps to take, whose work is dependent on what, and when the next deadline is. Well, Smartsheets.com is a tool that allows you to project manage your team. It's like Microsoft Project meets Google Drive, but not owned by Google. You can create project plans, manage work streams, and identify critical paths to your success. And the best part, Kellogg has an enterprise-level account for free. Personally, the EBC Club has a group called Founder Families. And what this is, is a high-level experienced entrepreneur gets to mentor a group of medium-level experienced entrepreneurs who then mentor a group of kind of entry-level experienced entrepreneurs. And by using Smartsheets, it allows me to see for my groups all their tasks, when they need to be done, so that we can make their dreams become a reality. Sign up at smartsheets.com and email Jason Lynch for access. Welcome back. So Luke just got a bunch of Kellogg students to help him out at the county fair. And at this point, he's more focused, motivated, and wants to leverage resources and classes to help him grow his business online. Now you're taking classes. Now with this framework of Rep Your County, right? Now you're taking your your uh, entrepreneurial digital tools class and some other classes, and you're constantly thinking about Rep Your County. Yep. So, I guess what what have you what are you picking up from some of these classes that's going through your mind, and how I could apply it to Rep Your County? Yeah, I mean, you and you mentioned the the digital marketing the tools class specifically the five week class, um, and that one was very useful. Um, you know, the benefit that we had was uh, that we actually already had a website and things like that. And so we used that as a project throughout that class. And, you know, it's it's nice to be able to bounce some of those ideas off the professors, too, as you're going through the classes. And, you know, it, it usually, you know, a lot of these folks are very seasoned professionals and it doesn't take you long to provide them enough background on on your your business itself to get some very tangible feedback in a short amount of time. So I think like one of the things that came out of that class, for example, was, you know, Facebook is a very good, good platform for us to, to try, you know, just with the ability to target and, you know, using ads through Facebook and, you know, especially since ours is very geographically based, you know, we can target our ads based on zip code, you know, for example, or people that went to a, a certain high school and things like that. So um, yeah, definitely it's, it's kind of in the back of my mind. I, I think what we learned was I, I think that it's it's probably, especially with Facebook. Going back to the Facebook example, I think it's easy to get your product in front of people. It's a lot harder to get to a conversion. So one of the things that 
we need to focus on is uh, your actual conversion uh, optimization on our site, for example. So I, I felt like our Facebook ads, for example, did a decent job of actually getting people to click and get to the site. What were the ads, what they looked like? Um, so a lot of them were um, actual pictures of the product, for example, and then we would target them at a, at a given county. And, and there's a way to, on a given Facebook ad, for example, you can actually allow people to scroll through and look at you know different colors of the product and things like that. So we put up, like this Rock Island County was one, um, and we put up Rock Island County um, in another county close to our hometown and people were able to look at several different designs for example and so that that was pretty useful to allow them to look at a few of the products and kind of make that call on whether or not they wanted to to go to our site and so but the issue was you know we were getting people and more traffic to the site but we weren't selling anything so I think that's that's kind of one of the takeaways is that you know just driving people just driving the traffic that's you know that's nice it it helps but uh, you need to be able to close the sale too. So um, we've used a few. I, I think that we could do quite a bit of work um, on our site with uh, different landing pages and things like that instead of taking people back to our kind of vanilla uh, e-commerce site, product page and things like that, that there's probably quite a bit more work that we could do to have a really nice landing page uh, that would probably lead to some more conversions. So you're in this class, five-week class, mm-hmm. right? I know that there was an opportunity to try it with Chicago. First. Yeah, well, it, the the good part about that class is you kind of get into a mindset of of the trial and error, right? And like you said, you don't, we only had five weeks, and from when we decided to to try and see, okay, well, could we do the same thing with neighborhoods in Chicago? You know, it was only a few weeks, and we had tested designs, but um, you know, so. The benefit of that class is you're, you're provided a lot of tools to go out and do the testing and come back with some real data. Now, you aren't going to spend weeks, you know, trying to get to a statistically significant result, but, you know, you can you can really figure out which way the wind's blowing and, and which direction you need to go. But I, I would say so. So we started this. Um, we could get into groups as part of the class and we teamed up and decided to try and come up with uh, several different designs uh, for Chicago neighborhoods. And we started with Lincoln Park and Lakeview. Just, we just thought that there might be some interest there. We, we talked about it and uh, thought that some people may, you know, there's, it seems like there's a lot of transient people that, that um, you know, kind of want to rep, represent which neighborhood they live in. So that was our hypothesis from the from the start, and what we did was uh, we came up with different designs of when we did the county designs previously. It was the out the outline of the county, and we started with that. We actually did the outlines of the roads of a neighborhood, and then we had a couple different designs. We probably had three or four different designs. Some that had some of the main cross streets uh, within the neighborhood. Uh, one that uh, had. It actually just said rep really big in the, in the inside of it in Lincoln Park, for example. Um, so we tried these, and um, and we actually went out and and uh, tested these um, a couple different landing pages, and we had and we we went out and actually paid some users to give us feedback. Um, there's there's several different tools out there that you can use to do that, and um, you know some of the designs that we thought. Uh, would have done the best and we both kind of picked our own up front and what we thought would do the best we were surprised to find out that you know some of our assumptions were wrong so that 
that initial testing is actually what drove what we did from an advertising perspective. So once we got the initial feedback, then we tailored our our um, social media ads, for example, based on on that. And then, and then I think that um, getting users to engage was a really big piece too. Um, was which was a survey which you came up with, which was a great idea. And um, you know, actually get it, you know it's it's some of that content. Um, and it was actually taught to us in the class, you know, so, some of this content that can really engage with folks. And um, it was a it was a questionnaire about different neighborhoods and asking people how well they actually knew their neighborhood and um, also a survey on what their interests were. And then it will come back and and tell them what neighborhood they most associate with in, in Chicago. And. And that, that was pretty successful. What were, you, what were you hoping for? What were you expecting so that we have these well, advertisements going through? Well, I mean, we'd hoped that we'd sell something out of it. <laughs> we sold one Lincoln Park shirt out of it, and, and that was really it. And this, this whole thing, um, we walked away with one true sale from people we didn't know, someone who just found our stuff online, right? And... Uh, so that was kind of the test, right? We put all these resources into it and ended up with uh, one shirt sold. That felt great. I mean, that was cool because, you know, we we obviously had sold at the at the fair the the previous summer, and that was a really good feeling too um, to see your product kind of coming off the shelves. But uh, you know, this this was our first foray into trying to do this online and try to attract some people. Um, you know that that we didn't know too well, and and that was kind of nice because it, it was we had tested a hypothesis and we got to a sale rather quickly. So what happened? What'd you tell Jeremy? He said, "Yeah, your first internet sale." What'd you tell your partner? Or how'd you do it? <laughs> oh, I sent him a, I sent him a picture of this of the sale on our website, <laughs> and uh, we, we celebrated. We had a beer. We had a beer over the phone with okay. each other. He's he's he lives in uh, Idaho, so. We had a beer on the phone together, um, but it was good. It, it was good. We'll, we'll take our small victories as they come in. There you have it. That is summer 2015 Sloop Memminger with Rep Your Apparel, LLC. To this date, they still get orders for shirts with the American flag and the Mercer County outline, and they're looking to focus on the Quad Cities as well as Mercer County. They've adjusted their prices, and if you remember, a beer was $2, koozies were $3, and hats for $25. You know the most popular item right now? It's hats. I'm John Lee from Kellogg's EVC Club, and you're listening to My Startup Journey. Until next time, keep dreaming.